The following is a presentation of GalacticNetcasts.com. Hello and welcome to Weird World Weekly, a production of Galactic Netcasts. I'm Dave Nelson, and always, always on my side, or at my side, or always joining me is Mr. Matt Stein. What's up, Matt? Not much. I'm technically in front of you, so I don't know if we can go with a side-by-side. Well, technically, technically Although, speaking... Although, if you're looking at the video, we're side-by-side. And, and really, geographically... I'm just trying to figure out which direction I'm... Because we're, we're really far apart. I mean, I'm in Canada, you're in Wisconsin, so I'm just trying to figure we're out... we're still, like, side by side. Okay. You're to the east of me. Yeah, you're right, but I'm just trying to figure There's out which direction, I'm, which direction I'm facing right now. <laughs> we could be here all day. Yeah, we could. All right, uh, this is the show where we discuss the weird, the odd, the strange, the unusual... And it comes to you via subjects in the paranormal realm, the mythological realm, conspiratorial, or anything else that uh, doesn't really fit in those categories, and we deliver it in under 15 minutes. Uh, we decide what we're talking about by spinning the old weird world, what, what is it? The wheel of... The weird, the, the weekly world wheel of wacky weirdness. There you go. And uh, our choices this time around include 16 frighteningly creepy things kids have said to babysitters, mysteries from the Emerald Isle, documents from Whistleblower show that the CIA was responsible for the 2001 anthrax attacks, the, um, I'm going to screw this one up, the uh, Diet Love Pass incident, movie sets that came with a ghost, Project Blue Beam, and CNN reporters attacked by ghosts live on the air. So wherever the wheel lands, that's the story that we're going to talk about. So, Matt, I'm going to let you have the honors and spin the old wheel. Let's do it. Now, remember, folks, we don't control the wheel. Whatever the wheel lands on, that's what we talk about. The wheel commands us. So let's find out what we're talking about this week. Okay, looks like 16 frighteningly creepy things kids have said to babysitters. So let's start the timer, wind up the clock, and here we go. This is from a website called Diply. It's The weird thing is, it's not diply.com, but the website's called Diply. It's got some other weird URL. Anyways. Simply Diply. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's my nickname from high school, Simply Diply. <laughs> uh, so these are actual reports from babysitters. So I'm going to be talking in the in in the guys. Actually, let, let's switch off. I'll go, then you'll go, and then I'll go. Okay. All right. So here is here is me talking as the babysitter. I was babysitting. I was babysitting a kid, and we were watching TV in his basement. All of a sudden, he shuts the TV off and whips his head to stare at the wall behind him. He stares for a solid three minutes and said, not now, and continued, and continued watching TV. A few minutes later, he looked at the wall again and said, I'll see you later, okay? I was so freaked out. Would that freak you out, Matt? Yeah, because children are terrifying to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, I think kids are scarier than anything any sort of adult can do. 
Um, for instance, this morning I stopped at a buddy of mine's house after I went record shopping and uh, his kid just, his, his daughter's like three and she had her hair was all messed up and she just stared at me wide eyed with this like weird shit eating grin on her face and it scared the hell out of me. And then she just walked away and I was like, I don't know what just happened. See, either either kids are either messing with the babysitters, that's a possibility, but also, there's been reports, numerous reports, mm-hmm. and I have firsthand reports of kids seeing things that the rest of us don't see. Like my grand niece, my step, my step grand niece. <laughs> I guess that's how it works. Um, says that she sees my wife's mother, my wife's and uh, my wife's sister's mother, all the time. And they say like kids are more receptive to paranormal per se or the, the the other side yeah so i don't know if it's just because they're more open-minded or you know they haven't fully developed or whatever it is but yeah they say that kids get it more often so it's not that out of their question yeah it's still freaky like mm-hmm. if you know if i were you i'd probably stay away from that child mm-hmm. all right so what's Completely. the next one uh this is the babysitter Two years ago, I was looking through my school yearbook with my five-year-old cousin. When we came to the page where my year two class on it, she pointed to a boy's photo and said, that looks just like Nicholas. When I asked who Nicholas was, she just said, the boy in my closet, and continued to look through the pictures. Uh, nonchalantly. Uh, it's just the boy yeah. in the closet. That's all. <laughs> but then again, that kid doesn't know really that there isn't supposed to be a random boy in his closet. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, so, yeah. that's the thing. Kids at that age don't realize that, like, having a haunted That's person, weird. Like, having a ghost in your closet is out of the ordinary. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the next one. Your turn. The next one is, this is kind of a long one, but it's, it's worth the wait. I was heading to the bathroom on the second floor of my auntie's house when I saw my cousin April on the stairs. She was four at the time and so very hyperactive. It sounds like this person is British or from some other country. She was busy making funny faces while sitting on the stairs. I asked her what she was doing. She said, I'm copying the lady with the braid. I looked around. There was no one else but us. I asked her, where is the lady, April? She pointed to a beam running parallel to the stairs. I asked April, what is the lady doing? She said, making funny faces. Thinking nothing of it, I started walking up the stairs again when April said something that stopped me in my tracks. Her braid is around her neck. I turned around and asked April to repeat herself. April pointed upwards. The lady is hanging by her braid. She's making funny faces. Then April started making a face, which I then realized was someone gasping for air. So it was somebody that hung themselves. Um, I'd move out of the house. <laughs> you know, I think it's kind of cool that kids can see this this kind of stuff. But I think if it was me... And getting an eyewitness from a kid like that it would freak me out enough to want to get mm-hmm. out of there real quick. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Okay. So uh, we've got two more to go. Yep. Ma- Matthew, you're uh, next. I was, I was watching my nephew, and I asked him what he was coloring. Uh, he responded with, a skeleton making machine was his, was his response. A quick glance over his shoulder revealed that he was not coloring a skeleton maker. He was, in fact, designing a flesh removal machine complete with rivets for channeling blood. <laughs> you know, I'd have some... I would, If I was that person, I would have that kid uh, reported to whatever agency 
so they can track his every move for the rest of his life. Yeah, just put a chip in that kid because he's killing somebody. <laughs> Future serial killer right there. Yeah. Uh, what'd they call it? A flesh what? Flesh- uh, a flesh removal machine. <laughs> Not to be mistaken by the song by the cult called Love Removal Machine. That's a totally different thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. One final thing that a babysitter witnessed from the kid that they were babysitting. A toddler I was watching woke up in the middle of the night screaming about something under his bed. I checked and told him, go back to sleep. There's nothing under there. His reply was, he's behind you now. (laughs) (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Oh, wow. Crap and crap and crap. That's all I have to say. (laughs) I would use probably more colorful four-letter words, but... That is something. Hey, what's the weirdest thing that you've heard a kid around four or five say? Oh, man, nothing nothing specifically comes to mind, to be perfectly honest. Okay. How about you? No, nothing really. Just the kids around that age that I've been exposed to seem to have a very large imagination. They come up with things, like things that you wouldn't think of. Mm-hmm. That I wish, like, have you ever seen the YouTube channel... Um, written by a kid. No, it's these videos, and I think it's Rhett and Link put them are part of this. They put together a short film based on a story written by a kid. So it's all these crazy things like uh, a fifty-foot purple monster, you know, um, driving a car, or you know, things from space, or like um, time traveling. You know, just the craziest things all put together in a story. That, you know, mm-hmm. if you were to sit down with a four- or five-year-old, they were to tell you a story, it, it'd be crazy, right? More, yeah. More than yeah. likely. That's the kind of stuff that they produce into a short film. It's really awesome. I highly suggest you check it out. I will have to. And I would love to hear if our listeners have any weird things that they've heard from kids around four or five. What would be the range? Like four to seven? Uh, That's the crazy range, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, four to seven. Probably a lot of good things being said. Okay. So uh, galacticnetcasts at gmail.com is our email address. You can also uh, call it into our voicemail number, 805-328-3966. Or the easiest way is to just jump onto our website, galacticnetcasts.com. And there is a thing in the very right-hand column of the page where it says uh, record a voice message or something like that, and you click on it, and you can record a a message right on the website, and it's mobile-friendly, too. So if you're on your uh, mobile mobile browser, that works as well. It actually works easier because, you know, if you're on a computer, you have to hook hook up the microphone or whatever. If you're on your phone... That's all that stuff's built in, ready to go. So you you jump to galacticnetcast.com, you click on that, you record it through your phone, bingo, bango, boom, you're set. Bingo, bango. <laughs> so, Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Kinda, I, knew, I knew going in that would sound funny. That would sound weird. But that's the kind of, you know, that's the risk I take with the person that I am. Touche. <laughs> All right, so you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or just go to uh, our website and uh, make sure that you have the show sent to you automatically. That's a roundabout way of saying subscribe, but I hate to use the word subscribe. Uh, If you go onto iTunes, please give us five stars and a positive review and tell your friends and family and 
ghosts in your closet about Weird World Weekly. All right, Matt. That's it. Until next time, what do you want to do? Keep it weird, Dave. All right. I will, and we'll talk to you later. See you. Hello, everyone. Amy Frost here. It's time for another tantalizing tidbit of sci-fi science. That's right. It's the S-word. Starting in 2017, you may be able to own your own robot chef. Now, I have a deep love of cooking, but sometimes after a long day, I'm just not in the mood. Enter Moly Robotics RoboChef. Unveiled at a recent technology fair in Germany, the RoboChef consists of two dexterous robotic arms with fully articulated hands designed by Shadow Robot Company. They're installed over a cooking area complete with a sink. That's right, it not only cooks, but washes up after. Rather than being programmed to cook like a machine, the system works by recording human actions in 3D and converting them into precise robotic movements. This initial prototype was trained by Chef Tim Anderson, who cooked a variety of dishes in a motion capture studio. During a demonstration, the robot made crab bisque, but Anderson says it can do anything from a bit of prep work to completing an entire dish. Finally, the sous chef I've always wanted to peel potatoes and chop onions for me. According to the Moly Robotics website, they hope to have a consumer version on the market by 2017. It's expected to have a price tag of about 15 grand and would include a few improvements over this initial prototype, including a library of thousands of recipes, a dishwasher, and a refrigerator. We'll even be able to be controlled remotely so you can order your dinner to be ready when you get home. Eventually, they hope to have a version complete with cameras so that you too could train your robo-chef to cook your favorite dishes, then upload them to the recipe library so that other people can enjoy them too. Molly also hopes to add a variety of sensors that would allow RoboChef to compensate for trickier cooking situations, like being able to tell when to stop mixing to avoid overbeating. In the meantime, I'll just have to be content with watching the progress of my order on the Domino's Pizza Tracker. Ooh, it's in the oven. Join me again next week with another story too weird not to be true. For more of me and what I do, visit my blog at nerdlyhome.com. That's N-E-R-D-L-Y home.com. Or give a listen to my gaming podcast, The Overcast, at overcastpodcast.com. Until next time. You have been listening to a presentation of galacticnetcasts.com. For more about the show you just listened to, including how to subscribe, give us feedback, links to our social feeds, and more, please visit www.galacticnetcasts.com.